Hey guys, welcome back to our podcast. My name is Matilda, I'm your host. Hello everyone, my name is Adiza. So on she's this track. She's practicing at each factor. I don't understand. Anyways, and you're listening to the African Lipso podcast. Welcome back to our podcast. I know you missed us. My voice is gone today because we had a potluck like three days ago. Four? Five, maybe. Sunday. They don't know when Sunday is in relation to this. But okay, we had a, a potluck not too long ago and I was shouting that my voice went. My retail people don't want my voice to come back because like I work retail now. And um yeah, if not, let me keep quiet. My voice is still gone. So yeah. What have you guys been up to since we were here last? Oh yeah. And so start just motion like bitch introduce me. <laughs> Do you know who I am? <laughs> okay. And today we have Esosa. You guys know who she is. When Hi. So you're going to keep up with this. In case they don't know who she is, who is she? Yeah, who is she? Who are you? Who am I? Please um, stop talking like this. Please, you're I'm not Matilda's cute. I'm Matilda's only friend. Okay, so Esosa emo- is trying to emotionally abuse me. And that's my theory. She's trying to, if she says this enough, maybe I'll start thinking, oh, she's actually my only friend. But God forbid, I have friends. <laughs> Hadiza, what have you been up? Okay, what have you guys been? Life partner. No, we are life partners. Esosa just recently got her British passport, and I think we need to get married. But Esosa wants to marry Hadiza instead. Yeah. I think this is rubbish, but I'll just I'll drug you. Don't be jealous. Accept your no fit. This Nigerian passport. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, uh, what have you guys actually? Because we took time off because of exams, but then we've obviously had some time even after exams. So what have you guys been up to since we were here? Well, I finished exams. Uh, I had just one exam. And then I finished my thesis because I had to write that. And then I've been home since I did that. Just applying for jobs, sleeping. Oh, yeah, you're done too, right? Yeah. Guess who's done university, bitches? I and so said that too. <laughs> yeah. Hadiza. Oh, Hadiza was just like, nice one, nice one. <laughs> you only have you like two have courses one. left. Yeah, shut up. Why are you so left Um I just I just did exams work basically. That's what I've done since the last episode. Yeah. Exams and work. Exams and work. Man, I wish our lives were more interesting. Don't you think? Honestly. Same. Yeah, honestly since when you're broke. I watched much. Avengers. <laughs> oh yeah, Avengers. Yeah. I haven't watched it, so y'all don't spoil it. I haven't watched, hasn't watched it. Either. Oh you haven't okay. Yeah. If SSA speaks about it with Dagaha. That means you die Thank here. You. <laughs> <laughs> Immigration here do yeah. no. if I ever a lot. if I ever go missing. Is you know, this <laughs> oh it's so weird because not weird but like on our last in season two, because this is season three, welcome back, guys. Um, in season two, our first episode, you were also on it. Yes, so I guess you are like season That's opener. Up. So yeah, welcome here. That's because I'm always in your house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Anyways, we're going to start this season by talking about university because obviously we're done. Um, <laughs> most of us in the room, sorry. <laughs> I did that is going to she's moving going, on, moving on, moving on. She's going to walk out of this place. Okay, 
But it's fast. It's not like, let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we just want to talk about basically our university experience and like, you know, what it's been like. What has your university experience been? First, what did you expect it to be? <laughs> let's start with that. So that you start. I should start? That. Yeah. I was thinking about this, like when we we're talking about the episode, I was like, did I even have any expectations actually for it? I don't think I really had much, much expectations because in first year, like I was serious, like, for me, it was school, just school. Because in Nigeria, they'll talk about these people that will graduate with first class and like go on to do, I don't even know what they went on to do. They were just really celebrated. So I was like, I'm going to go to school, get this engineering degree, and I'll be the smartest person. I'll invent amazing things in university. Because I thought Canada, well, it kind of is, was more hands-on so that like, even during my university experience, I'll get to invent things and everything. I was thinking... Maybe Bob the Builder. I don't know. I don't know what I was thinking, but obviously I also had the expectation that American movies give you, you know, going to rallies, <laughs> whatever the fuck those are. And yeah, all of that. What did you guys think? I didn't really have any expectations either. I just knew I was going to go to university. I didn't really think of what it was going to be like. Because usually what your parents drill into you is you go to school for school. Yeah. But, like, at the same time, my mom was always, like, because of how, like, to myself I am, she was always, like, oh, you also make, try to make friends. Don't just, like, be alone. Don't just, like, not do anything. Try to make friends. Try to meet people. So I think those are, like, the only expectations, expectations had. I had. And then I did a year in Canada before I went to university. So yeah. I guess, like, it just, I just, like, was hearing from other people, like, what in to Canada, expect. what to expect. Oh yeah, your brother was already in university. Yeah, here. my brother was already in university. Okay. Here, so he had already like experienced one year. And so I was just like hearing bits and pieces from him. And then I had like attended an event at his university. So I guess I just thought it was normal. Like you go to class, you meet people. I don't really think too much. Anything. Yeah. yeah. Hadiza. University was a bust. It was trash. <laughs> scam. Uh, scam. <laughs> trash. She was waiting for that. <laughs> That's why she said, you go first. <laughs> you go oh, first. Like, coming into university. Oh my God. I thought you expected university... like American whoa, school. Whoa, whoa. I expected that I would be the most involved. I would learn mm. new skills. I would excel. So you learn new I skills. Do... <laughs> I would party. I would have so many friends. I will just be everywhere. Do it all oh, I'm about it. 4.0. You are, oh <laughs> god, true. oh god. I thought I'll be tra- hmm. traveling. Spring break. Oh my gosh. Okay, spring, spring break, break is what I thought. See, you see, spring break is a bus in Canada. It's an American thing. It's an American hundred percent. Like, where are you? Where are you going? Like because you know, like in in America, a lot of them go to like Miami, so you can yeah. go like down south. Down south is Ontario. <laughs> just Ontario go to Vancouver. Like, it's hotter. Oh. <laughs> Do you have Vancouver money? <laughs> Flying within Canada is expensive. Yeah, yeah but expensive. But that's another topic. That's another topic. Or yeah, basically. Um, I mean, like my expectations coming in. Where, that, where where were they coming from? So my expectations came from movies, from shows, from America. 
America. American media. Um, coming here, because I did grade 12 here before I started university. Um, I In grade 12, I was part of like the UN group. So I thought, okay, when I come to university, <laughs> I'll continue be part that. of the bigger UN group. that Because the UN group in Carlton actually travels for debates. You mean model like, UN? Model yeah. UN, basically. Okay, yeah. I was part of that. And I liked debates like that back in high school. So I thought I would be able to... As per accurate panel of judges. Accurate. Not that one. <laughs> no, not that one. This one was high grade. I enter, I'll, I'll go Top travel. Class. You know, travel. Oh yeah, you could travel with um, them and all yeah okay. talk about issues and stuff like that which is what I really like but I got to university and I forgot that I was actually entering into engineering which mm. doesn't allow you to have a social life that's just it that's actually the summary but then I feel like people say that but there are people there's still people like not much not that's much the thing. but there are still people that learn to balance it like there's someone How I've met like there's <laughs> someone I've met she's doing like pre-med pre-med like, it can be any undergrad she's doing is bio like biomed so she has labs and other okay. things she still parties she runs a business she does youtube and she still maintains almost a 4.0 gpa and me i was just like how but like, i guess there are those people, people yeah, that can people, do it but do it. barely anyone and most people that i've seen that even can manage to do things like that take very little credits per semester so that they can balance it with their lives Maybe. so it, it's a possibility that that's what she's doing but i mean there are people obviously people are probably listening to this and they're like this is not my university experience but that's just my like what was yours like i guess mine would was slightly different in the sense that like i changed halfway changed so, program yeah changed okay. program so i was in biomed and mech engineering but then after second year, I realized like I didn't really like it. But because I'd already spent two years doing it, it was really frustrating having to tell my parents that. Yo, yeah, that's something I really wanted yeah. you to talk about. Like how how was it like being able to express that to your parents? Because like telling Nigerian parents that you want to switch degrees, like because yeah. it's not called program everywhere. Yeah, like in like Nigeria, degrees, it's called yeah. um, it's called course. Anyways, telling your parents that you want to switch your program is just really difficult. So how did you, how were you able to do that? It took me a while to tell them because by the time the summer... You had already switched? No. So by the time the summer was coming around, I already knew I wanted to switch. But I obviously needed to, I wanted to tell them... When they pay your school fees. Because personally, I just didn't want to go through four years or how many years after switching... And then them realizing, oh shit, like she has an extra year out of the blue. Yeah. So I just, it took me, like, it was really mentally, like, stressful just on my own part, like, trying to come to terms with it. That, you know, they've already paid two years of school fees. Now I have to change. So I first talked to my brother and then my brother was like, you know, it's, it does look like it's giving you a lot of, like, mental struggles. So just tell them tomorrow we'll call them and we'll Mm -hmm. tell them straight. Mm -hmm. So I called them and then I told them, and weirdly enough, much to my slight disarray, they were a little too accepting. Yeah, and accepting of it. Nigerian my, parents are so surprising. Yeah. One minute, like they spark about things that you don't expect them to, and then are chill about some things. Yeah, that, my like, my dad know. was literally because my dad was the one I was most worried about. My dad was even like, "Oh, are you sure you want to switch? Have you really thought about it?" And then when I told him, I had. And then he was like, okay, that's fine. At the end of the day, you're the one that has the degree. Yeah. He's like, we are paying the school fees, but at the end of the day, you're the one that has to find a job with your degree mm-hmm. and either like it or hate it. So he would rather I like it. It's so crazy how a lot of us actually so, base. I mean, to, I feel like if a lot of us were paying for degrees our tuition. and tuition ourselves, we probably won't have picked the programs that we picked right now. 
Yeah. Mm. Probably. I feel like a lot of what it would was you do? Guided. No, I, I, I think it was like for me, it was different because I'd always grown up thinking I was going to be an engineer mm-hmm. because my dad's an engineer and I always had like an affinity to, him, to my like dad that. yeah so I always just thought I would also grow up to be an engineer at first I wanted to be a civil engineer but when I realized I didn't really want like to do civil, civil I decided to do something that incorporated something I liked which was biology so mm-hmm. I chose biomed when I came to Carlton but then it was halfway that I was like I don't know if I really like the engineering aspect of it there was less of science in it yeah I'm you thought it was going to be more I thought it was science like, I thought it was going to be like a 50-50 thing oh same so man, I, I didn't hated, know that we weren't going to do yeah. that much science so like, like we, we do science but like engineering there'll still be science to back me up mm-hmm. but then it was like well that's why you chose yeah. biomed mm. like 80% engineering with like 20% science, science. In there. Mm-hmm. and that was not really my strong okay. point yeah and my ideal so i decided to just switch to biotechnology and then after i switched i guess i sort of started liking it, liking it a bit more it was still weird because i transitioned at a point where people had already were already in like second year so a lot of people in my program already knew each other and had already like made friends. made friends so it was like me entering a year in which like almost everybody was already friends from like the orientation to like first day of classes all those kind of things trying to like insert myself into groups yeah. of friends so that was like to me that was the hardest part after I switched was me entering classes and realizing by I have to do every single Start thing again. I did f- for two years mm-hmm. all over again mm-hmm. so it was like stressful yeah. in that sense yeah, yeah. but I, I just advised because there was um when I was in fourth year, the Nigerian Association at Carlton was doing this mentorship thing. And like we were meant to mentor like a first year. And I, I got this girl. I just kept maybe stressing too much. But that if it's really not what you want to do, she was also in engineering. Literally, if it's not what you want to do, go leave leave now for, like I was telling her since first week just leave like if it's not what you want to do leave 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 and she just kept saying like like most of us to be very honest we don't really know not most of us but not all some people actually know what they want to do and like they end up not doing it because of their Nigerian parents but some people actually just don't know what they want to do and that's why they're able to shift more in the direction of what my Nigerian parents want mm-hmm. and that's kind of where she was so it was just like just try to find your strengths and everything I think she did well like she still like finished first year and everything but I just kept stressing yeah I think it's really important to stress that if it's not what you want to do bro switch fast because your parents are going to pay tuition but then what's the point if you don't mm-hmm. go anywhere one but, thing I personally advise people it might not seem like the most conventional thing to say but if I could go back now I know what I would now I know what I would sort of study if I went back or add to my degree mm-hmm. but then if I was back like first year first year i would have gone undeclared oh yeah there was undeclared in first year people don't realize that they have that option Mm -hmm. to go undeclared i'd only met like one or two people that were actually undeclared in first year so undeclared basically means you are not in any you don't pick a major yet so you get to take different courses different electives to figure out what is more you and then in your next year you now state like what faculty or what program is you really mm-hmm. want to study is it all, all faculties that participate in all undeclared being undeclared so yeah i think so you can literally take you just courses. Take random, like some people were take i 
knew someone that was literally taking like an arts course, a science course. Like, this, oh, this like, sounds interesting. Yeah, this sounds interesting. I can take okay, it, like, this sounds because good. a lot of like first year courses don't have prerequisites. Business courses. So like yeah. you can take which, whichever. Or like, oh, this business course, this, mm-hmm. this. And then you just like take a whole bunch of courses. Mm-hmm. And then after first year, you're like, oh, maybe my business course is better this course is better and then you gravitate towards, towards it. one yeah. or the other yeah so in summary we know that university did not go as we planned but we still did stuff like we still made friends not as many in secondary school i feel like i had much more friends your friends just keep i don't know did that happen for you guys just kept shrinking and shrinking and sh- uh, no i'd always had a small group of friends i went to a small, small school oh school. i always had a small group of friends i don't make friends very easily so I. Always but like those friends. movies made it seem like you were going to make friends you were going to be in like sororities those kind of things okay so i actually I wanted to join a sorority you didn't expect to be in this oh i really wanted to join a sorority i thought i was going to but that was like high school oh but i i was supposed to attend actually but called by one but what happened was that i didn't see the message uh-huh. in time for some weird reason it didn't pop up in I my think I, being in, <laughs> I think your sister will fit a sorority i feel like your sister might be irritated it, it, you'll be irritated but like i think like, there's black sororities on yeah. campus but like, no, this one was like really a chill. more white sorority but it it was like um, even last day i promise you no, i actually really liked it because i had actually like um what did you like about it i what do you call it i had applied but uh-huh. i didn't get the reply no you applied but what did you like about it it was uh i applied for uh like i stated interest for a philanthropic uh one yeah so they do they did a lot of but there's um, so much more that goes with the philanthropy yeah i know but like... that was what like for me that was also what i was considering was that they did a lot of like philanthropy the which, black the black ones on campus don't they have they only started a black one like much later oh my gosh i see them practicing there yes yeah, like, but it was only like, much later i wish i could do this university I and by that time mean. i was like i Doesn't don't really make want sense. to join this yeah like I'm already in third year. Yeah. I don't need this. The reality, honestly, for me is I was able to actually get a lot of friends, but we bonded over mutual suffering. Like mutual bro, we're actually up all night. I met really amazing people, to be very honest. And I, I think that's something I'm going to really miss. Like reading oh, for exams. I actually would. Like when we had the potluck, like most of the people we invited, like I can pinpoint like memories I had with them from university. You actually make really good friends. And like, I think, I think my university friends are going to be life friends to an extent. I hope at least the ones that actually consider friends because in secondary school, bye. Okay. You, <laughs> you think you're my only, you're not my only friend. Let me tell you now. Okay. So what was your hardest year in university? All of them. To be honest, like, <laughs> everything apart from first year was hard for me. It's funny enough. Um, okay, I, I can do easiest year. My easiest year in university was second year. Every other year was hard. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> I think my hardest year was the year after. So, like, basically my first year in biotech, but technically in, my third year in Carlton. In Carlton, okay. Because I felt this, like, immerse pressure to do really good considering i had just switched courses and you know i had an extra year so i just felt personally very like oh i have to get like all a's this year i have to like but you did really well that semester yeah i did so because of the pressure yeah because of the pressure i don't think i can remember most of it because i spent so much time like cooped up in my room that year like I would literally only go from class to library to like those were my three like pain points. If I was not in the library, I was in my room. If I was not in my room, I was in class. 
I didn't do anything else because I was just so like mentally frustrated and there were sometimes like I would literally break down I would call my brother yo if there's like, anything I remember from mood, university is so crying like, nah. I'm crying <laughs> And crying, bro. But in first year, it changed from like in first year I was crying over grades. <laughs> After that, I was crying about real life things, like crying. Oh my gosh, like feeling like a failure all the time. Yeah. I feel like sometimes when you don't meet, even sometimes when you don't meet your own expectations, you just lose it. Like it might not even be anybody's like expectations, expectations. for you. Like even there was one time I, I literally, I think I got like. I got a grade I didn't want. I wasn't trying to get. But my parents were like, "Oh, that's fine. Like, you know, you you did You're doing pretty well. good." Yeah. And I was like, "No, I didn't." I was literally like telling them, "Oh no, I didn't. I could have done better if I only done this. If I only done that." And it was just like. It depends on where you want to go. Yeah, I guess. Like, if you want to go to grad school, I guess <laughs> your grades have to be good. But some grad schools only look at your last two years. <laughs> Those are not the years I did really bad. Most most grad schools look for, like, your last two years mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. university. Mm-hmm. My hardest year was fourth year. That was my hardest year because I was getting really, really bad grades. And, like, I would get good grades in some courses, but then some courses I, would, I literally got my worst grades in university in fourth year. Because when I came back from my internship, I, I wasn't coming back with the mindset of school. Like I had forgotten how I studied. I had forgotten that school was my priority. I was, I was working. I was podcasting. I was not thinking school. But yeah, I mean, we thank God we're here. <laughs> we're here. Okay. So did being black Af- or African affect anything in your university experience? Um, yeah, I think I would say yes. Yeah, being black or being African, because you're different from the majority of the population. Majority of people in your my program are white, basically. Mm-hmm. And they are Canadian as well. So I found it hard to relate. Mm. Yeah. You? Slightly. Did you go for Enfrosh first year? Yes, I did. You were there? Yeah. How did you find that? No, not the facile, like the first year that. Um, I didn't really do it much just because I don't like crowded spaces. So after a while, I started to get really anxious and I was like, no, this is not for me. So Mm -hmm. I would go once in a while, but I just found it too, too preppy. Oh yeah. And fresh for anyone that doesn't know is like the engineering freshman week kind of thing. Yeah. Like freshers week for. Yeah. Once I, you know, I thought I was going to, that's one expectation I definitely had for university in the college that I went to before I came to university. We're all international students. Yeah. So like we, we went kind Canadian, like I, we didn't get the opportunity to really immerse into their culture. So I thought, okay, going to university, I was going to immediately get to immerse myself in this Canadian culture. After end fresh, I was like, oh, that's a wrap. <laughs> that's enough white for me. <laughs> because like end fresh was the biggest culture shock I've yeah. ever had. Literally, these people chanting camp like chants. Yeah. Like, um, for me, it was just too preppy. Like, I'm generally a very more, like, subtle, calm person. So, it was just... Everyone expected me to have this excited. energy and excitement that I don't naturally have. So, like, it was just... Um, you know there's a black crush now. They do a black crush oh, now. Oh, nice. I was like, wow, wow. But I still think it's the same thing because... It will not be the same black thing. Black people together are also loud. No, it might be the same thing to you, but it won't be as much of a culture shock. Maybe. It's, it's the culture, like, it's them singing songs from the 80s, white songs from the 80s, 
all the time True. playing um and i will walk oh, five no. that's oh, they play that song is... like a thousand oh, song um uh, a oh, thousand times know. i actually didn't do it that's why i thought you don't you did um general i did, I did general frost first year. well general frost was a little worse because... no i've heard that general <laughs> frost is better like even general frost they would come to our rooms and wake you up and wake us up knock bro. shout do those things did, bro and then that wasn't just general would, frost yeah, that was all the would go out and then I think it's just my group. The Fasil was very excited. So because he had this amount of energy, he was trying to pass it to every single person. Mm-hmm. So he would scream, he would shout. And if you're not screaming or shouting with him, he would be like, what? And then you have to say the group like name. And it was, oh, inclusive. They not need just, to be Not mind. even just in terms of culture, but even taking to consideration people's personality types. It's not everybody. That happens. is so out there. Yeah, like, yeah. And like I think Freshers Week is different in other countries mm-hmm. and maybe even other schools. Like I, when they talk about Freshers Week in like the US or like the UK, it seems like, like when you hear like international students talk, I don't, th- I've never heard anyone give this kind of like the experiences that I feel like we had in, like not feeling included. Like, what do you get what I mean? About- Places like the UK also have lots of lots black, of black people. people. Oh, so, lots of different people yeah, in general. Different so, generally, so yeah. So it might just be that, and people tend to also gravitate towards their kind. So they might also just like see a whole bunch of people that look like them and be like, okay, I this is what I'm, I'm cool. sticking with here. But for us, it's kind of hard to even if you say a black person, black person might literally have a white person's like personality. <laughs> An Oreo. <laughs> so yeah. You literally don't know what to expect. You're just looking around. So unless you find someone, like one person in the whole situation that mm-hmm. sort of looks as confused as, as you, you are. But <laughs> I was confused. You sort of to that, that person too. They so. expected us to wake up at 6 a.m. <laughs> to go and be shouting and be excited about what exactly. It was just a bunch of those kind of things that mm-hmm. were just different from culture to mm-hmm. culture that I just didn't, I never experienced it. I think the only thing that, like, being black was also different was most of my classes, especially, like, this semester, I was either the only black person or one out of two or three black people in my class, Mm -hmm. in my classes. So, like... But there's more black people in Carlton now. Yeah, there are, but they're just not in my... I guess they're just not in my program. I think most... No offense to anyone taking business, but I think a lot of the black people are in business. We trying to run businesses out here, man. Because I think are that's they? really where they are, like in sport and like economics. I think those are like the two main places that they are because everywhere else they are like sparsely distributed. <laughs> Even professors, you don't have yeah. a lot of black professors. But like, like I have like my friend who's in ever economics. Black she's had like a lot more so, black professors than than you than have. I have. So mm. I think that was what it was. And then sometimes in like my science classes, they would make reference to like black people in science, but you know, used mostly for experiments. And so I would notice everybody having this like awkward. They couldn't even stare, talk about it yeah, like properly. Or like if I said something, people would like look at me and be like feel embarrassed for you or something yeah. like that. And I'm just I don't like, know. okay, I'm black. I feel like I have something to say. Mm-hmm. Like, but it was just like that was literally only it, but it wasn't too bad. But the accent thing is I think we talked about it in the accents episode. Mm-hmm. That was a huge thing for me in first year. Obviously, going on, it's not that big of a deal. But like in first year, even in frost, like that was one of the things that maybe was 
hard for me to communicate with them. Like they already felt comfortable where they were. I was, I had an accent, obviously different culture. There were just so many barriers. And like, even in first year, like asking questions in class, that was not a thing I was even trying to attempt because that's how you ask a question. And they'd be like, huh? Like, can you say that again? Say that again. Da, 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 da. And just that experience. It was just representation, um, being able to express yourself. It wasn't easy, to be honest. But it's not even that bad. At the end of the day, like, I found a lot. I gravitated towards a lot of Niger. Bro, Nigerians just gravitate. Like, generally, yeah. people of similar cultures, even like you see Asians, they're generally they also around generally other around Asians. other Asians and stuff. White people usually. I feel like it's different. I mean, this kind of like moves into our grew next. Up here there's some people that i met like in classes mm-hmm. who like maybe they went to like almost all white high schools or they just grew up here or have been here longer so they tend to know how to they make more they intermingle like, they yeah they get I, like, I like but like yeah. yeah they get to like move through like different groups of people have different groups of friends Except if you're openly, like, just out there. Like, one of my friends, she probably has way more white friends than she does have black friends because she just... I think international Does students that. tend to stick with with international students. Yeah. Like, he said they're kind. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Canadians they're more likely to mix, but like if you're an international student, you're more likely to stay within your group. True, because they understand you. They mm. you, you don't have to explain. Yeah. You oh don't my have gosh, to explaining to jokes. Oh my gosh, and you don't have to like put on sort of a different persona. I don't usually do it, but then there's sometimes where I definitely do. I sometimes feel like, okay, maybe I just can't be completely who I am just because I don't want too many questions mm-hmm. of people asking like, oh, why this? Why that? Yeah. Another thing, I think like a lot of Canadians always think that all international students are like boxed up, but that's a different conversation. Totally to different. Yeah. So um, it kind of moves us to the next question. Like, do you think that the experience would have been different? Because obviously, like, I feel like we're talking about university was this like really hard, negative, da 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 da. But I feel like it was different for a lot of different. Like, yeah, when I'm on my Snapchat, even people within Carlton in like different programs, and you see them like partying every other day, mm-hmm. or people in America, they actually look like they're living what we saw in like American movies. Like, yeah. do you think it's Canada? Yeah, I think it's like before I came here, I had one of my teachers tell me that um, schooling in Canada for engineering is actually very difficult. And um, so I think it is like a Canada thing, probably. Um, yeah, I feel like Americans live the American dream. Canadians never sold any dream. Yeah, they yeah they're not trying to sell us any American dream or anything. It's crazy because like I was looking, you know, it's this graduation time now, so everyone is putting up things like um, my mother died when I was five, but yet I'm graduating first year um, degree, first class. Da, da, da. It's always America. I read this girl's. Oh my gosh, I wish I could pull this up. She was like part of this society part of that society was the chair of this she was in engineering as well graduated summa cum laude i'm just like how do they dish out summa cum laude in america that but then do they how many societies can you possibly be part of like it's almost not even a reality here like Carlton, like last time I went for a graduation, the amount of people they called out with, especially in, especially in science, like related courses. Yeah, the amount of people they called out with, some like distinction versus everybody else. Oh yeah, in Canada they don't do summa cum laude yeah, or they that. They distinction and higher distinction. So there's um there's three. So the, yeah, either regular distinction or. <laughs> As far you just have a 
degree. Yeah, you just and have a degree, then there's distinction, distinction. and then there's the higher, higher distinction. distinction. The amount of people that they call that for that higher distinction distinction in comparison to, to the general population is constantly very little. Like I remember even for engineering, they probably called out like two like distinctions or three when they were going through like Archangel, I forgot what engineering yeah. was. And then everybody else was regular. I feel like you know how in Nigeria they do this first class, second class upper. But if you think about it, even just like I was checking recently, mm-hmm. like the UK degree, a first class mm-hmm. is literally a seventy percent. But then I guess eight. it's also hard to get that seventy. No, like it's easy in the UK. Yeah. So, they'll come for you. I've had an engineer. There, there, are courses. There, the way their courses are set up. Like for instance, first year does not count for a lot of schools in the UK. Deadass, deadass. First year does not count for a lot of people. For like, it does not count towards your end. Uh. So. Most people just like do whatever it is in, in the first, first year, year and then they concentrate for the rest. So as long I, and uh, it's seventy. So if you get a seventy, so I was looking through my thing and I was like, yo, if I translated these grades, I would literally like if I had anyone that was like a seventy or whatever, I would literally be way past like a lot of people. Like I might well just be. They only have one exam a year and yeah. they get a lot of time to course study work. those exams and yeah. course throughout the year and stuff. And it's just I don't know. I feel like we'd yeah, be doing eighty percent finals here. So I think like generally, the, it's for certain uh, countries, it's easier than others. So yeah, they'll come for you. I don't no, know if we fact. can actually talk this is fact. It's like that. I spoke to someone who is actually in engineering in the UK, and I explained to him what my semester was like, and he was like, "Oh, that sounds like a lot of work." But he's an engineer. And he's also an engineer. Yeah. It just like it's just so like Bro, that. If people I knew my first year wasn't and they would still party. Yeah, that's what some people do. And like, if you think about it, if you knew that you just getting a seventy percent, you literally can graduate to the first class. Basic. Basic. Must be nice. It must really be nice because Canada didn't give me that university. I guess it's a thing to put out there. Engineering, because as I said, like I was still seeing people Snapchats or people like, you know, going out and people, especially people in Toronto, like, are you guys in school? Please. <laughs> like, <laughs> but some people just generally have more balance. Yeah, balance or they just think at the end of the day, you also don't know what's going on in their lives. Their school might be suffering. You don't know. You see what they're when York on was on strike Instagram. and people were like legit like living life because York was on strike for like what two months or something. Can you imagine paying international students tuition and then they're using you to go on strike? <laughs> now nah, kill someone. <laughs> they're crazy for that. Okay, do you think school has actually prepared you guys for life? Not in a complete sense, just in the sense that you meet different people from different backgrounds in school. So sort of you now know how to like. Uh, Yo, we did talk. I'm so sorry for cutting. We did talk about what university, because we were talking about how it's different for you, different people. We didn't talk about Nigeria. <laughs> oh, like <laughs> what the difference between the experience here and the experience in Nigeria? But then we'll never know because we didn't do it. Na- but like from what Nigeria. you've heard in, in public universities, in public universities, like my uh, yeah, some of my cousins go Nigeria, to yeah, yeah, yeah. In Nigeria are public. Some of my cousins go to private universities, so they have they, their school doesn't go on strike. Mm-hmm. But I've had friends who like were in public universities and then they went on strike. I had like a friend literally she was about to write her like final exam and then they went on strike and she had to wait and obviously her degree pushed like one year two years because because they had so many strikes in between and she's already doing like med school where it's like six more years years, yeah so she not ended up like seven eight 
like this is a conversation i really wanted to like kind of call up my brother because my brother went to Bangkok, and like first of all in Bangkok, they don't let you eat meat or like any like fish or anything because it's a seven-day adventist school <laughs> so like they literally <laughs> they eat tofu <laughs> That's the first time I learned about tofu. So, and not good tofu, because their sister likes tofu. <laughs> so, they would literally take an exit from school, and like, there's like a booker or like something like not too far from their school, and they'd go eat there. And like, just hearing things about like covenants. Remember that guy that we met? We were on our way to a party, and then we met this guy, and he was from, he went to school in Nigeria, he went to covenants, and he was just telling us about the wild things that go on. Like, in covenants, you have to sign up to say that you're going out or something. Mm -hmm. You also have to, I think, your phone or something. You have to register your phone. Yeah, no, I don't think you can have phones. You can have like iPods and stuff, but you can't have phones. phones. And for some things, they also like hold you accountable when you're outside of school too. Yeah, like if if you you tweet anything, do something outside of school, they can expel you. And they hear about it, they can literally expel you. Some schools are really extremists. Yeah, I guess it kind of blends into my question as to like, do you think it has prepared you for life? And I feel like when I think of those kind of schools, I find it really hard to understand how people come out of a school like Covenant and they're able to adjust to real life. Mm. You know. I guess it's hard to speak because we didn't go to, like, yeah. but that's a thing I wanted to ask my brother, like, I mean, listeners, if anyone went to, like, a school in Nigeria or something, like, please, like, a private school in Nigeria, one of those ones that are really strict, let us know how are your university experiences different from ours, or if you were in the UK, or wherever you went, like, if anything that we've said is contrary to your experience, we want to know, we actually want to understand. specifically say private? Private because like in Unilag you can live life like an actual human being. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, maybe I didn't say that well. But like I have a friend that goes to Unilag. They can leave campus. You would be able to move freely in like actual real I life. You, I don't think it's really private schools. I think it's the Christian private schools. Are there any other like even? Okay, you're right. But most because, private schools are Christian. But it's like the ones that are usually affiliated with churches. But most of them are. That's the thing. Most private schools are. The medium. Yeah. Like, I don't is think that Ibidian in, in private? I think it's private. I think, I oh, okay, I guess, but like the major ones that you hear, the major private schools are associated with. Ibidian is also pretty major. I think it depends on who you're talking yeah. to. No, it's major. I'm saying like most, I didn't say all, like most of them. I mean, yeah. Oh, common, most, oh you're saying that's most, saying most pri- of the private schools okay. are affiliated with churches. Okay, I have churches. no idea. I have no idea. Babcock. I can't. Babcock, Bowen, Covenant, Landmark, I think. Yeah. Um, I mean, okay. I, the, some of them are owned like, by the same people. I mean, yes, I think. Yeah. And I don't know a lot of by... private universities in Nigeria, actually. So. Okay, um, I think Benson is a Hussein. Exactly, that's owned by Christian. Like, well, it's owned by Christian, but it's not actually affiliated with a church. It's like the but person was a minister. Like, I don't think so, because the stories from some people that are going there. But, anyways, moving on, anyways, do you think university has prepared you for life? Not really, because I didn't learn how to do my taxes in university. <laughs> I, I feel like, I mean, it depends on your university experience. Like, some people experience have to go through, some people go through hardship in university, actually. And I guess in that case, it probably helps prepare you for life in some way. But was it the university that ta- taught you that, or no, just okay, your life so, experience? So, yeah, that made so basically, you university way. doesn't teach you anything aside from your degree. True that, true story. Yeah. Uh, for me, I just think, like, Work yeah. ethic, though. Yeah, and I, to like, it also helped me like learn to somewhat organize myself better. 
just because there's sometimes that I would just want to give into like I guess running life, wake up every day and just figure it out as I wake up. Well, not all the time because when you have certain things to do, you need to know how to like plan it out and organize yourself, your time, like put everything basically into like a calendar so that you can be able to function effectively. Yeah. I think like it kind of helped me with that. And then also like learning to like intermingle with people from different walks of life. But yeah. that also happens that's outside. That's a choice. Yeah, that also happens outside of university. Yeah, that's a choice to be very honest. When I say intermingle, I just mean here. like meet them. Like sometimes just people don't even know how to like just meet them and associate with people from because like I worked some jobs in school so you know you get to interact with people and then you even sign contracts that say um you won't discriminate against like a certain sect of people and all those kind of things so you learn to like associate I guess yeah you're right do you guys ever think that there was any other option apart from going to university Oh, I'm not before university, but after university, yes. Like, so not before I entered, but during. You realized that you could have had other options. What would you have done? I'll have gone to college. Yeah, just because it's shorter, it's a shorter time span. You get into the work, job force faster. You don't have the pressure of, um, you can apply for PR quickly. You can, you don't have the pressure of, um, I don't know. I just think college just seems like it's cheaper. Like there's a, there's just, I don't know. I would have done college. Okay. For me. Because for my university, like I, at some points in my university, like having to pay for bills and fees were, was really expensive. And I feel like if I had gone through college, I wouldn't have had to deal with, have um, have, yeah. Mm. I see. I don't think there was any other option for me because I feel like college is very arts, like more hands on. I feel like university was just for me. And even coming out of university, I still feel like that's exactly where I could have been. I should have been or whatever. Um, I don't think I had any other option. But because everyone, like, now I was telling my mom, like, a while ago that, oh, I wanted to do culinary school. Mm-hmm. But then it was still, like, get a degree. You can choose to do culinary school after because at the end of the day, like, no matter what happens, it's better to have all these different experiences I figured like I would probably But people actually do culinary school and like that is their career. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Yeah, but so like why do you think that wasn't an option? Because I just don't think like for me personally, I just don't think I would have just been happy just doing culinary school mm-hmm. either. Okay. So I think if I choose to do culinary school, it's like on the side. It's just an extra thing to add to my many other experiences. Because I also want to do grad school and go on. Just go keep on, going yeah. on. You like school? Basically. No, PhD is kind of out of <laughs> God forbid, <laughs> Okay. Uh, I guess we've come to the end of like uh, just talking about our experiences. Really nice to you know. Yeah. And we wanted to remind you guys to if you are in Canada, anyways. Like we just wanted to remind people to apply for their postgraduate work permit. If you studied in Canada, you basically get to apply for a work permit that is valid for three years. So you can stay here on an open work permit. As long as your passport is also avail- is also valid past that time. Because oh. if your passport is going to expire next year or in two years, they will give you up only until, that but then you but still then if you, you can apply, apply they will give you the remaining years many years yeah. okay yeah and the thing about see here's the trick because they're trying to make you guys not make the deadline and like it's 90 days it's 90 days and it's not 90 days after your graduation bro that 90 days starts counting when you once see. your last uh, your final grades come out so once you know that oh you've actually finished all the requirements bro apply because like it's happened to people before where like they 
miss the deadline and then they apply and then they decline them and then you have to go back. I mean, going back to Nigeria isn't the worst thing that could happen, but what would you guys do if like, you know, in the UK a lot, like it's harder to like stay. Yeah. Yeah. You have to go back. You have to go back. And like, even in America, like it's harder to stay in whatever country, like you went to school. What would life be like if you guys knew that at the end of university, you had to go back to Nigeria? I first cry. You cry? Yeah, Isn't that deep? Because I personally don't think I can live in Nigeria anymore. I can go <laughs> they for leave two. and they start denying. The I can country. go for two weeks. Max. Oh, you have British passports now. That's not. That's not why. Mm. Is that I just even when I went two years ago mm-hmm. after I stayed, my parents made me stay like four months. But I, you were living there before. Yeah, but I had lost it because <laughs> I started thinking about like literally one time I slept off. I plugged in my phone, but you know, you know, they take lights in Nigeria. I say, you know. <laughs> so I woke up and my phone was literally not charged because they took the yeah. light in the middle of the night. So I was like, oh fuck. Internet is really not a thing because it's not consistent. You have to keep buying. Except if you like buy like an, a really expensive um like modem or whatever it is that you put in your house. Data is a provider. It's ridiculous. Yeah. And I just can't live that life. I live a life of streaming consistently. Mm. So Nigeria is really not the place for me. Sounds like privilege. Obviously, I'm and playing my, devil's advocate. My parents would have also wanted me to do NYC. Which is not my dad still I'm keeps about. bringing my it up. My dad keeps bringing it up. Too. Oh, see. The what do you mean was NYC? Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. If you're not National Nigerian. Youth Service Corp. Is yeah, it's, it's like a year of community service that you. I mean, it's community service, right? <laughs> it's, it's like you military stroke community service. I feel yeah. It's, you're dedicating a whole year to like basically serving the country, and it's required. Like, if you are going to work in Nigeria, you need to do that before you are able to get a job. Technically, some people say some people say it's fun. My aunt was trying to convince me like yesterday that you know it's fun. You meet people, but I was like, yeah, my dad keeps know. bringing it. I don't know. I'm playing devil devil's advocate because like obviously right now it's not a, like a plan for me because I kind of want to build my career a bit like yeah. here at least. But even going back to Nigeria is kind of like scary to think about for me just about the freedom thing if i go back to nigeria my parents would want me to move back in with them oh. and like imagine no i'll kill some i love my parents how about you hadiza <laughs> i mean i already like i never thought that i would actually stay here after when i came here okay so coming here you actually came with the intention to go I'm back to back nigeria so so like, after. i mean now i'm not going back (laughs) i know i I what changed oh just the fact that like i want to gain like a better um i want to gain better opportunities for myself here and i guess i need a plan b in case nigeria doesn't work for me (laughs) i think i think what changed because even in first year a lot of people that started first year with us actually came with the intention of go to university here go back to nigeria even in, in like first year i was here I also thought that I was coming here. I'm just going back immediately after. Once that recession thing happened, I think people started seeing that, bro, what are you going back exactly to? Like, you know, so it was just really like eye opening for a lot of people. And like, yeah, it's just it's cool. Canada gives you that opportunity to stay back at least. Um, So what to expect basically from this season? I feel like we've gone on a lot and like this episode might be a rant. Yeah. What to expect from this season? We kind of want to have more guests on our uh, episodes more like people that have done stuff basically like 
because I mean that's what we said if you go to our intro episode remember when we started and we're like yeah we're gonna have like guests that are doing like amazing things I mean we still have guests that are doing amazing we do we we did we want more we want more guests exactly like more much more people so look forward to that like you know less banter episodes because we did a lot of banter episodes you know I don't know if you guys enjoy it let us know what you guys want to hear actually let us know what you actually want to hear Uh, shout out to everyone that has been supporting us and whatnot like you know we love you guys and i guess we'll catch you guys next week are we doing um lessons from week this i mean we could we could what's your lesson from week always accept gifts say it again Eh? i said it now always accept gifts yeah do you want to give us context no i I guess not so what's your lesson from the week push for a younger sibling preferably a girl when i was younger that you should have pushed for a younger sibling. Yeah. How? Oh. Because my parents give me way too much work to do now. Damn. <laughs> I'm in charge of everything. <laughs> so I wish I had a younger sibling to also like, because I'm the youngest. But you I, still have a sibling. So that's if you don't. But he's working. So my parents always feel like he's busy. So you are never So I'm the one who is like doing nothing. <laughs> Dead. <laughs> okay. Yeah. My lesson from the week is. Career-wise, don't be scared to make those hard. Like, bro, if you need to leave your job for a better opportunity or something, don't don't be scared to express to them. Like, bro, tell them like jobs will drop you as fast as it's not convenient for them to have you. Businesses make business decisions, so if you have something that you need to tell, like where you're working, don't feel like any. How do I explain this? I'm not explaining this well. Any hard career decisions you have to make, make it. Don't feel anything. Just make it. Don't be thinking about, oh, what would it be hard for them in the company? Don't think about your employer. How do I explain? Your employer doesn't see, your employer basically sees you as a figure. If you leave, they replace you. Yeah, they replace you. you. They can drop you at any second. Yeah. So like do things in your best, at least at work. And anything related to your career, do what is in your best interest and stop being so, oh my gosh, think, what would they think? Or what would they do if I leave? Da, da, da. Leave. Like, do what's best for your career. That's my own. Anyways, guys, we'll catch you guys next week. Bye. Hopefully my voice would have come back by then.